Pride is another one of these emotions that seems very important and difficult to say that it really is a sin. So why does it get included in the seven cardinal sins? Obviously, we're talking about a specific kind of pride, maybe something more like arrogance. So let's have a look at it more deeply. So when you are proud, proud of yourself, because you did something good, it's a good self-esteem building attitude, isn't it? When you're proud of somebody else, like you're proud of your child or your student because they did something really good, that's also good, isn't it? In a way, but it is dependent. When we are proud in a dependent way, that means that I mean we are dependent on certain actions for that pride. So I'm a good person because I do well in my maths tests. I'm a good person because I treat my brother well. I'm a good person because you can fill in the blank. This means that if you don't do that, you're not a good person. And this is a somewhat stressful situation to put yourself in. How do you maintain being a good person? I have to make sure that I keep my grades up and that I treat my uh, family in a particular way and that I do all of the right things. And this leads, when we do well, to a sense of pride. I'm a good person because I did the right things. And when we do badly, it leads to a sense of guilt. But that pride and guilt are actually two sides of the one thing. It's dependent. Dependent esteem. And the same applies for others. Are we... Are you celebrating others' successes? Or are you celebrating others for who they are? And there's a big difference in its effect when you celebrate others for their nature versus for their actions. And the same celebrating yourself for your nature versus for your, your actions. This creates true respect a kind of pride that is not dependent. It's not dependent on whether you did this, that or the other. It's dependent on understanding that you are who you are and that who you are is a divine perfect spark and that is who you're meant to be and it's a wonderful thing. And all of your so-called imperfections are part of your gifts and part of your nature. And so this is true pride. True pride is, I am great, I am wonderful because of who I am. And no matter what I do, I understand my inner value and worth. And the same for you and the same for others. I respect and appreciate myself 
and others. But the danger is comparison. As soon as we get into comparison, we lose that sense of true respectful pride, true respect for who we are. As soon as we say, I am better than you, or you're better than me, or am I as good as the expectations that I've laid down for myself, or am I not? These comparisons cause all kinds of trouble. And as usual, what happens is a closing down, a closing down of the heart, of the love, of the connection. A separating myself from others because I'm better or I'm worse. And a separating myself from my self. Because my true self is that self that is natural and flowing and does what it does and whatever it does is good. Well, whatever it does is what it does. It's just, it's good because we're respecting that person's nature or my own nature. But if we have some expectations on ourselves and others and some criteria, some measuring stick for what it takes to be a good person or an important person or a successful person, what is it that you measure against? then we naturally create that ego self, that self that is defined as being the good part of myself that I appreciate. And we create the shadow part of the self, which is the bad part of the self that I don't appreciate and want to get rid of and don't really recognize as being part of myself. I don't want it to be there as part of myself. And so you separate the proud ego from the fearful shadow. And you know it. And you lose sight of your true, full self. One of my favourite movies is The Dark Crystal. The Dark Crystal... There's a movie about, well, the first cool thing about it is it's a movie entirely made of puppets. Everything in the whole movie is puppets, almost. 99.9%. And this was before the days of computer animation. And so in order to make an amazing fantasy movie, they made a whole fantasy world of puppets. But the point of the story is that there's a kind of being that split into two. Split into a wise, humble, hermit-like being that sat and did rituals and ceremonies and found inner peace. And another kind of being that strove for power and was selfish and evil. And the one of them, one seemed to be the good and the one seemed to be the evil. 
but the resolution of the story is actually that the two become one and they merge power with goodness. And so here was an, a, a great demonstration of this principle that the, the shadow and the ego self limiting you from your true potential. And so when we talk about getting out of the ego, we're not just talking about not being selfish. We're actually talking about finding your true self so that you can let go of your images and comparisons and arrogant, prideful attitudes and come true, true self-esteem and self-respect, which, of course, as with most uh, great truths, is quite paradoxically, leads you to being very proud. 